You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Hi there. Well, we, we almost had a little misfire there. <laughs> Golly. Okay. Is that margarita already? We, is the margarita no, already? Last week we, we start with the sniffs. This time we start with it. I'm used to hearing myself before we get going, and then I didn't, and then I heard the music, and then I we did, thought you were we thought you were a professional, so. No, that's an illusion. Um, you know, and I've pulled that stam for a while now. <laughs> you know, and it's always 30-something years, you, right? I, know, yeah. out of it, I mean, it's amazing. You know, for a minute there, you'd think I was a Democrat. What? Uh, bum, bum, bum. But speaking of scamming, but uh, <laughs> let's, uh, we'll start again. Hi there. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. And I'm Tom Miller. And we are from the uh, the Miller Bunker in eastern Oklahoma County. Golly, it's a beautiful day. Lots of sunshine. It's a little chilly, but the wind isn't bad. But let me just say. Say it. How about the thunder? I'll tell you what. These guys. Oh, uh, man. I couldn't be happier. Did right, I? me too. I they mean, are too. just too much fun to watch. Last night, they beat the number one uh, team in terms of uh, overall record. record. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the Boston Celtics. Were the Celtics at full strength last night? Yes, yes they, they were. were. And right. they actually, I want to say this, they were at full fan strength. It felt almost like oh, a yeah. neutral site last yeah. night. Almost as much as when the Lakers come to town. It yeah. was probably more than this year's think? Lakers. Wow. Yeah, just, just the experientially... You know, being at the last Laker game mm-hmm. and this one, I felt like there's way more Celtics. Uh, well, and, and and I saw a bunch of green uh, on TV. The game was sold out, another sellout. But, you know, the Celtics are one of those teams, like the Lakers, that have a lot of fans around the country. And right. so they come out and... Uh, so there were a lot of them there, but there were plenty of Thunder fans there too. Well, Celtics fans left disappointed last night. I can tell well, you that. I, you know, and we were we were talking about this before we started. And one of the things that really impressed me last night, Thunder had an 18 point lead, and then in the fourth quarter they had a huge third quarter, had that 18 point lead. In the fourth quarter they got a little lackadaisical. Mm-hmm. Things weren't, you know, guys were taking some shots. They're a little loose with the basketball, and the Celtics jumped right back into the game and it got close at the end and with the uh second youngest team in the nba you know you might think if you hadn't seen the thunder game this year knowing they're the second youngest team in the nba you'd think okay well this was fun while it lasted they're done but they weren't <clears throat> they kind of got their act together they made plays down the stretch shea hit a bunch of free throws and they won the game. You know what's funny about that? You said you talk about the uh, they gave up that lead. Here's what's funny to me. You know, we're sitting there in the production environment. We we plan contingencies, right? So we'll sure. say hot and cold timeouts and what they look like. And we have a lot of new folks this year. So one person asked the question. Uh, we were talking about we're going to play this song on a on a hot timeout and this song for anything else and and. The guy asked, okay, so what's the what makes a hot timeout versus a cold timeout? And this is when we're up 18-0, right? <clears throat> and he said, well, I mean, if they do a 10-0 run, we're not going to play this song. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a minute and a half later, I said, hey, John, look, 10-0 run. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it well, was one of those. Dudes. They're not a championship team, the Celtics, um, by accident. That's, I think, a lot of why. The Thunder possibly lost some of that lead too, 
just because well, sure. they are I'm, just an yeah. exceptionally good They're team. An exceptionally, yes, that's exactly the right. The best record in the NBA, as <clears throat> yes. Jeremy pointed out. The, so. the best overall uh, record. They are... Took I a think ding the, last night, though, didn't it? The, yeah. Well, I mean, they have... Uh, They're most, still the best, but... <laughs> they've only lost one game at home. Their other losses, now six, I believe, uh, in a, a, uh, have all been on the road. And th- that was a road game last <laughs> night, but... You know, still, hey, I mean, they're the Boston is really, really good, but so also is Minnesota. Yeah, they're the, right. leading the West, still leading the West. Beat Thunder them beat them too. recently. Yes, they did. And the Denver Nuggets are the defending NBA champions. Let me think. And the Thunder beat them twice That's on the road. They did in the last two and a half and weeks. And destroyed them on the road last time. Yes. out. Um, right. A little, so, a, a tiny bit off topic, but not so much. But I, this is something that just popped into my brain. And you can answer this, I'm sure, Randy. Why, yes, your margarita is really good today. Why? Thank you. No, it wasn't it. But I appreciate that. But <laughs> well, you said why, off topic. I don't know. <laughs> uh, speaking of green, speaking of green, which is margarita, why is why did Mark why is Marcus Smart not with the Celtics anymore? Because they traded him to Memphis. Why would they do that? Uh, Salary was it like a money thing, Randy? I mean, he was—he's uh, just a lockdown defender and and could also score. I'm curious why he slowed down. You think is that was he not well, at the top of his game or something or no? I I mean you good, know sometimes but. you know and his salary was getting up there right. and they needed to make a move for some of their other guys that they have <clears throat> playing now also okay. and plus they got a really good deal from uh, Melville's. And so, I mean, you know, but I, hey, why does anybody do I know, anything? but I just but, thought he was a pretty dude, big fixture in that, well, in that group. So. You know, it's, it's funny because just kind of thinking about <clears throat> trades and stuff. I, I watched a video last night of a guy talking about why Russ, Russ Westbrook's career is done. And he goes through this list of basically James Harden not only plugs every team he's on, but he also plugs, <laughs> plagues Russell Westbrook, <laughs> kind of no. screws him over. But he, I, yeah, but this guy... His he said, and he was no in no way an Oklahoma City guy, but he's like uh, he said, man, I really hope that uh, Russell Westbrook can get back to Oklahoma City to finish up his career. Oh my God, the fans would just go crazy. They would go here. crazy. Jeez. And he's already off the bench right now, and you could see. I mean, I don't know. I, I part of me is like, nah, not now, please, because well, we got a good yeah. chemistry. Well, I, I, it won't but be. if you could trade Mitchich for him. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I think number one, if that were to ever happen, uh, it might be toward the end of a season when you right. know he's ready to retire. Yeah. Well, it because, could be like a Derek Fisher type trade. When, when well, we you know, up not. Fish. I mean, I think it could be it, maybe, uh, and and maybe you know we'll see. Uh, but there's a lot of. And obviously, there's a lot of love in Oklahoma City for Russ. Yeah. Which brings me around to another topic that I meant to bring up actually a couple weeks ago. Uh, When the new arena is built and it's finished, I think somebody needs a statue in front of that thing. Yeah. In fact, I will say two somebodies need a statue in front of that place. Man, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I don't think it's going to happen. So you think I'm thinking of Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant? 
Yeah, and if no. you're uh, okay, I'm not. Are oh. you thinking at least Kevin? I mean Russell Westbrook. Absolutely. You're thinking so of the, you're thinking the guy of from Kansas. Uh, no, the guy from Kansas. No, no, no. Bill no. Self. No. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> the guy, the beloved. No, uh, you're no. Think, no. Nick he's Collison. Nick. Nick yeah, yeah. But you're everybody loved. You're Nick not thinking too. Nick either. No. You are In thinking. In fact, uh, I'm not thinking of. I'll give you a hint. Okay. I am not thinking of a player at all. Oh. Oh, you're thinking of the general manager, maybe. No. Okay. Scott Brooks? No. <laughs> I don't know who yourself. You're Randy, Ren- Randy Renner? I may be the only person <laughs> in the neighborhood who's thinking of this person. Evidently, because we're not even considering <laughs> it. And it may be such a stupid idea. Well, that, apparently it is. Because you know, but we, yes, definitely. We'll find Russell out. Russell Westbrook needs a My, statue. Um, can I have one more guess? But, sure. Can I have one more guess? Um, what's his face? Can you, you got can it. you on. be more specific? I can. Um, um, uh, our owner, current owner. Yes, Clay Bennett. Clay Bennett. Yeah. Oh, Clay Bennett. Bennett. Because he's the, if it weren't for Clay Bennett None of this and Hurricane Katrina, but it's difficult to build a statue you to could, a hurricane. Though. I was going to go Mick Cornette. I was getting ready to say no. Mick, but anyway. You see, because, because Clay Bennett, <laughs> remember, uh, Clay Bennett was, when he was with Opubco, yeah. Uh, you know, he married into the Gaylord family. And this is back when the Gaylords, when the Gaylords owned the Oklahoman still before it went to whoever the hell owns them now. Uh, but Clay Bennett, Opubco bought into the San Antonio Spurs back in the day. Mm. They were part of the ownership of the Spurs. And the guy the Spurs picked to be the governor that would attend all the NBA meetings was Clay Bennett. How about that? And uh, so he was very familiar with all of this. And then Clay was the one who put the group together to go and uh, other Oklahomans to go and buy the Seattle Supersonics Hmm. and then move the team to Oklahoma City. So my opinion, as Mike Gundy would say, the two people that I think probably most deserve a statue in front of the new arena, (coughs) Clay Bennett. And Russell Westbrook. I, I agree with Russell. Yeah, I don't um, think you'll get clay on. I don't, I don't think, think you're going to get any statues, to be honest with you. I, not I, even Russ? Not even Russ. Because of the team thing yes. with the Thunder? Well, Absolutely. That's, that's certainly I, I a possibility. Think, I think if you, you know, what's weird, because when you think about, like, for example, sports like baseball, you know, out f- front of our uh, baseball field. We have uh, Johnny Bench and at uh, and the home plate home entrance. Plate entrance Johnny yeah. Bench and and uh, Satchel and Page. I think some one of them is that right? Uh, no, I don't think we. Uh, I don't, I don't think there's a. I don't statue. remember the other. I can't remember who the other ones are. But well, arguably the greatest left-handed pitcher in the history of baseball, Warren Spahn. They named the uh, yeah, the pitcher the uh, Warren Spahn. Ryan Warren Spahn uh, is an Oklahoman. Well, that's my point. And the he, ones in front of the thing are Oklahomans. Yeah, yeah. Warren Spahn <clears throat> down at the uh, kind of the first base side, right? Yeah, on the first base side, Warren yeah. Spahn and uh, Johnny Bench at uh, home plate. I don't think they're now there. There's a statue down there. At there is a special yeah. page. It may okay. be Satchel Page because uh, anyway, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Point there's is, there's definitely a statue of Warren Spahn and right. Johnny Bench. Yes. My point is, though, in baseball, individual effort is all over the place. Like it is, the, it's how it works. There's not really even an assist in baseball, right? I mean, there's no way to. It's just yeah. There's a, well, there's there is, but I'm just saying, like, 
it just seems to me like that that while it is a team sport, all the activity, all the actions are very much built around a single m- moment. Sure, yeah, <clears throat> and you know, short of a double play, basically triple play. So, so in in basketball, it you know we've gone through this weird dynamic where you know back in the day it was centered around one superstar. You had one amazing superstar, and then Lakers said, "Let's do two superstars." <laughs> And so on and so forth. And then then you get to the three superstar age. And now, and of course, San Antonio bucked all that. They had three quote-unquote superstars, but they really had six and had some guys coming off the bench and things like that. So, which created team basketball, which is perennially the best way to go if you want to have long-standing oh, everything. No question. And and so I think that that vibe in, is, a, I mean, that's the Oklahoma City vibe. I just do not see... Oklahoma City embracing the singularity of superstars in and, basketball. I would probably agree with you on that. And I, when I said what I said, I didn't mean to say <laughs> that I think the Thunder They'll will do, do it. that. You just think they should. Yes, I yeah. think they should. And if yeah. it were me, I, I would because, again. Well, the city can make that I, play, too. I, well, I guess they could. It's Be- the because city's it's on, deal. Yeah, that's true. They, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, it's built on the. I mean, the city is going to own it. But I think and and Clay Bennett, I'm sure, would not want a statue of himself no. out there. I think it's much more likely to see you know <laughs> when Russell's retired and in a Hall of Fame, maybe a statue. When Clay Bennett has passed away, maybe a statue. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's going to take that. Maybe to yeah. get it out there. I don't think you're going to ever see statues of guys like what we see at, at o, OU with like the Heisman statues where these guys are all still alive and kicking. I, I just don't think that's going to happen for uh, the Thunder. And, and honestly, I'm going to say I, I kind of like that. I think that's probably a good good idea, honestly. Well, and I, I see your point, but I, I'm going to, I kind of like right. the, I like the idea of honoring some of your great players or people of the past when they're I mean, actually alive and they can appreciate it yes <laughs> yeah well, 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 well or, or honoring or, before they or, retire or honoring I, them at all right i, I mean you know well, you're gonna see jerseys just, hung oh yeah that, that that'll yeah. happen i mean it's just recently that osu has started to put names on the uh you know the wall of the ring of honor ring now of honor, up yeah. at, at OSU when that should have been done a long time ago mm-hmm. and they finally put a statue of Barry Sanders in at the stadium which also should that have been have done a, a long while ago. ago I agree with that uh, and you know there are some places <clears throat> that still don't and they I, I have to you know reluctantly uh, tip my cap to the University of Oklahoma for what they've done with their height now of course they've had a bu- <laughs> they've had <laughs> a bunch had a, of those guys. a handful of them yeah but I think <clears throat> I think it's really cool to honor those guys those those Heisman trophy well, and, winners and know, guys like <clears throat> the Selman brothers and yeah. and coaches Bob Stoops and people like that see, because that, it's part and, of the <clears throat> heritage the history agreed and I think you know speaking especially of the Heisman side when it comes to that it's a little easier to just do it because it's automatic. Sure. You're a Heisman winner. You're right. You're getting yeah. a statue. You're absolutely so right. So I think yeah. that's the challenge for again back to the basketball concept is like, what's the qualifier? How does right. one determine? You know, and and look, I'll be the first to say if anyone's gonna have a qualifier, it's Russell. I mean, the He's averaging triple doubles, yeah. MVPs, sure. and the other thing, the other thing with Russ is remember when Kevin Durant said adios yeah. and left for Golden State. Yeah. 
everybody was down and out, and they were just like, ah, geez, now we're going to lose Russ. Because remember those days? Right. The rumors were going around. Russ was from L.A. He wanted to get back to L.A. and all mm-hmm. this stuff. We're going to lose him. We're going to lose all our guys. Everybody's in the dumps. You know, we're going to be losing 70 games. Yeah. And then it came the time. Yeah. And Russ said, screw that. I'm Oklahoma City. Yeah. This is this is where I need to be. And remember all of the celebrations. And oh, yeah. That's one of the reasons why Russell Westbrook, as abrasive sometimes as his personality can be. Never with fans. That he is, I think, with without a doubt, the most beloved <clears throat> player in Thunder history. Mm-hmm. And so that's mm. another reason why I think that he, I will but, say he's know, my hey. most beloved, but I think there's a huge contingent that hated Russell and is really glad he left. Of Thunder fans? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Jim, because Jim Traber. Well, <laughs> he's not a Thunder fan. That's true. He is a pundit. Well, they're, they're, uh, well. <clears throat> But you know yeah, what I'm you saying? Met, you yeah. have those people I mean, that are like, he's yes, such a ball hog. He's yes, I, yeah. 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 Well, and I was one of those guys saying some of that. That, yes, <laughs> he was true. a ball hog and he cussed a lot in front of children and all that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> well, hey, but, pot, it's kettle and there over were here. times that, you know, he did, but golly. I no, mean, he's, I just, dude, he's, mm. he deserves, there is so, not a, there's not an honor he doesn't deserve in Oklahoma city. I, I'll hundred percent. You know me, I've been a Russell fan from day one. I've always liked him more than Kevin. I felt like he was better for Oklahoma city for the team than Kevin. And, and you know, uh, and I, I was also impressed with, uh, you know, when the Clippers were in town a few weeks ago, Oh man, what Russ, uh, said, what and he said, I didn't, I didn't and, said. and, you know, um, Harden also said nice things, you know, that they, they, and that they were happy that the Thunder were playing good. But Russ, Russ said, I love Oklahoma City. I will always love Oklahoma mm. City because really I grew up grew here. Up here. Yeah. Mm. You know, this is where my career began. This is where I became the basketball player that I became. Yeah. Is because of the, he said, <clears throat> and the fans here, the community here accepted me, accepted my family. Well, when I California falls off into the ocean, he'll be back. So, <laughs> and that may happen. But I mean, so I'm telling you. so that's you know. But anyway, um, the Thunder are really, uh, really, really impressive, and we'll see how they how they do uh, tonight. They're back in action tonight. You know, they when they left the arena that last <laughs> night, they didn't go home. They went to the airport and chopped and shopped. Chopped. <laughs> <laughs> they did all that. <laughs> <laughs> they shopped and shopped. <laughs> Jumped onto their uh, <laughs> their charter flight and uh, went to Atlanta. They play the Hawks tonight, the beginning of a four-game road trip uh, in Atlanta, then Brooklyn on Friday, Washington, Washington's terrible, on Monday, and then Miami on Wednesday. They're back home on Thursday to play Portland. So they're kind of beginning the road trip with the back-to-back and ending the road trip with the back-to-back. And in January this month, most of their games are on the road, and also this month, I believe they have five sets of back-to-backs. Oof. So, this is going to be a this will be a big month. Yeah, but uh, this this that. is the, that back-to-back deal. It's kind of made for them. It's made for yeah, them. Yeah, there's no team. There's very few teams that are built for that more than they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, they'll be fine. And uh, so, 
Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just, Shay is the I, old man. I, I love dude. it. He, <laughs> yeah, is, he kind of is. Uh, <laughs> all right. I want to um, hear about this headline. Okay. Yeah. Let's, there's a lot of stuff going on today. Outkick, the website Outkick used to be Outkick, the coverage that Clay Travis started, and then he sold it for a billion dollars to Fox or whoever it is he sold it to. The headline on Outkick today. Mm. USA Boxing rules men who've had their junk cut off can beat up women. Did that was wow. that the actual headline? Yes. Okay. Well, at least USA it's Boxing rules men stated. who've had their junk <clears throat> cut off can beat up women and it's because of the USA Boxing ruling that trans women biological males but those who have had sex reassignment surgery can fight in the women's division of USA Boxing. Well, you're going to bring the women's division up quite a bit by doing that, in fairness. The, the, the well, you're going to kill some women, too. Well, yeah. There's a no. good possibility. Very good possibility. Because one about had her head knocked <laughs> off the other day sure. by a uh, guy who'd had his junk cut off. Well, if they, they just need to start competing. Well, and I'm not sure that those that those women that are in that sport just refuse to box them. Right. Well, some probably will. Say, I'm not doing that. Right. Set me some up with another will. fight. But I, you know, this this just goes on a path that's been followed so now by other sports that I think I think some areas have bent so far over backwards they're all pretzeled up it's so uh, weird what, what what is their motivation behind closed doors what's their motivation because well, maybe they just hate women <clears throat> well that's maybe the it's thing. a mommy issue I, i'm i'm telling uh, you i i honestly believe it actually comes from a chauvinist perspective because most humans on the planet behind closed doors aren't stupid they understand even now even now <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I may have to disagree with that. Well, too. No, well, yeah, because we, all we do is hear from the freaking outspoken minority. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that the people heading up these places, they aren't by default woke. They, to me, they have to be making a business decision. Yes. And, and if they're making a business decision, there's no mathematics that make it a good one so that that's out of the question so now it comes down to just pure lunacy which is certainly a possibility and i realize it's probably your hypothesis but i'm starting to believe it's pure chauvinism i mean because it's like you know what <laughs> screw women and and you know let me tell you why i think this and and no jokes about what i just said um what the reason why i think it's actually chauvinism is because I have found in my own personal life behind closed doors way more chauvinism than I thought was real. Like I thought some of this stuff was for satire or to be jokey. And then you kind of get, you know, guys with some beers in them and you're like, dude, really? <laughs> you know? And so I wonder if it's not one of those things. It's like, Hey, if you want to cut your thing off and beat up women, let's do it. Well, I, I think some of it some of it may very well be that. Some of it is pure stupidity and lunacy. And and part of it is the woke culture is getting so pervasive now that I think a lot of companies and a lot of these organizations are just like, well, geez, if if we don't allow this to happen. We're going to be canceled. There's going to be protests. Who cancels and a, all... a testosterone-driven sport, though? That's the I, thing. I don't I, understand that. 
because I it just makes no sense to me. I I mean, and I I just think you know we've gone down this road yeah. before, and I am uh, makes me want to quit the show. Well, I I every time. I I just. I, I just can't believe that we are where we are in society today. Right. You know, there are some sports or some events that, okay, men and women can compete against each other. Chess. Uh, <laughs> now, come on. You know women's brains are just smaller. Well, Bowl, I, I, bowling. But when That's it, just when science. It, when it comes to science. When it comes to physical especially sports like yeah. boxing yeah right where yeah. fighting on. is involved contact sports contact sports i, I mean you know okay just because a guy has his junk cut off doesn't mean he's not doesn't mean she isn't going to be six three and 250 yeah I, I mean come on and they will have a diminished testosterone though that's something that well i uh i i just i i if this is going to be there needs to be a Men's division, a women's division, and let the trannies find it out, and a trans division, dude. I'm, uh, you know, I think maybe that would be a little more fair because there's some, and you know, on the other, you know, why that will work because there's only six of them, right? Well, I, if that, the the other thing I'm surprised at is the reaction of some women who you know fought forever for women's rights, and now they're like, oh yeah, you know, let's have the trans try. Really? But I, uh, so anyway, so that's uh, going on. Um, let's see here. Oh, did you hear who uh, resigned? Uh, yeah, that's yesterday? Harvard. No. I Claudine told, Gay, she finally resigned. I, I told you that that was going to happen. You did. I got to get it up I, to but you. But I actually thought she'd get canned. I didn't think, which really she did. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that everybody knows. It was in an office meeting saying, we're going to let you resign, or if you refuse to, we're booting you. And it what? was, and they, and they, and they, and she resigned not for the reason that everybody, um, right? She would like her to re- resign for yeah. for her ignorant uh, testimony in front of Congress, yeah, which was just the worst. Why did well she? she well, she says it was it was uh, race race. Uh, she does, yeah, but it, it she resigned for a plagiarism. Oh, charge. that's right. I remember hearing about the plagiarism. Well, you know, there was a guy on, and I forget if it was golly, there's so much alike. I forget if it was CNN or MSNBC. They had a guy on talking about, well, you know, really what she did. It wasn't like she was <clears throat> stealing anyone's ideas. It was more like she was copying and pasting, <laughs> you know, where she would take a page oh, good Lord. And, and just turn it into her. So, you know, she was kind of, she didn't give proper credit. So it really wasn't. And I'm like, well, so well, <laughs> what uh, is the difference between got, stealing <laughs> yeah. and copying and pasting? I got news for you though. And you're, you guys know this very well. She was, she's making a million a year roughly at, as, president of harvard that's she's all? gonna make a whole lot more than that I now she'd been making more than that no, they harvard. said her salary was up around a million dollars yeah a year. but that doesn't include kickbacks and bribes. Uh, well that's fine and she's still gonna get paid i think they yeah, said yeah, uh, dude think about how <sighs> much even though money, she's resigning how much money she probably makes in in kickbacks and bribes yeah. but but how much money is she gonna make as a as a as a pundit for msnbc or oh, cnn probably a ton yeah Exactly, because they'll have her on oh there. Oh my and god! About, and you know, pro- several, she's probably on tonight. 
probably. And several of the MSNBC, CBS, or CBS, well, maybe CBS too, CNN people, you know, they would have some of their analysts on, what do you think about clothing? Well, I just think it points up the uh, white privilege and racism in this country. And I'm like, really? There was also the the president at the University of Pennsylvania resigned that weekend. Two down, one to go. She's white. Two down, one to go, by the way. Yeah, the MIT president is still there. She's white. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with racism. It has to do with being an idiot. Yep. And, you know, it's freaking Harvard, for crying out loud. (laughs) Harvard used to be recognized as uh, certainly among the greatest institutions institutions for learning in the world not just the united states yeah it was in the cambridge category and uh you know they and i you know i read a post from a habit uh graduate a highly big name guy lawyer has made millions and whatever and he made a post saying saying that claudine gay has done more harm to Harvard University than any president in the 500-year <laughs> history of the university. Well, it's like I said the other day. She's done more harm than Mike Ross ever did. Uh, <laughs> yes. A little inside joke there for those of you who've watched Suits, which if you haven't, I would highly recommend it. It's kind of it's on Netflix and it's, has been trending for quite a while now. Yeah, I've, really I've seen that show, I think, every episode at least twice. It is Really good. Uh, all right. In typical scatter shooting form, we're going to jump around a little more. Last yesterday. Last yesterday. <laughs> I meant to, I started to say last. There's tonight. only one. Isn't there last. only one last yesterday? Yes. Well, uh, unless you're the vice president. And, uh, you know, Kamala likes to say he yesterday. Likes, by the was, way, he likes ice cream. Yeah, No, the vice president. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the president. I'm sorry. Kamala. She might. Too, Remember when like she says, cream. she said, Kamala, today is today. Oh, yeah. Good and Lord. yesterday yeah. Oh, is God. yesterday. But yesterday is now today. I thought she was, today I thought she was reading tomorrow. I thought she was reading a Dr. Seuss book when no, she said that. She was, she, was just, <laughs> she was just spouting the word salad that was coming out of her brain. Uh, no, I, I started to say last night, but it was actually yesterday afternoon. Gotcha. And if my son is listening, and Jordan, if you haven't watched this movie yet, you might want to fast forward about five minutes or, you know, hey, I'll try not to give away too many spoilers. But I watched the movie Leave the World Behind uh-uh. that's on uh, Netflix now. And uh, Jeremy, you've seen it. And we talked about yeah. this a couple weeks ago. And Tom, I, I guess it was Adam who had seen it. I thought it was it was you who had seen it. And uh, I actually, it was very disturbing because I really think that the scenario that was put forth in the movie certainly can and maybe will happen but i i other than that i thought it was really well done it was very mysterious there were a lot of things that were going on that you're thinking wow what in the world is going on here i think the cinematography was good i yeah i think the production value Uh, was good but i i didn't care much at all for the dialogue the the only character in that thing that was realistic to me was kevin bacon's yeah, Kevin Bacon was really good. He played a uh, kind of a survivalist type, wearing an old Dallas Cowboys uh, cap. And uh, but Speaking it of was and I, huh? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, uh, and quite frankly, I I really liked the ending. Mm. I really liked it, mm. based on because there's some little clues kind of leading up to it. If you're paying attention throughout mm-hmm. the movie. 
And I thought the way it ended with the little girl and, you know, I I thought, okay, I can see that. Mm -hmm. And then what the others were kind of looking at off in the distance, I figured, well, you know, that's definitely coming. And so, but anyway, um, I kind of, I did kind of like it, but I, the scenario that's put forth, which is basically the Chicoms and the uh, the Iranians, maybe also the Russians and the North Koreans, kind of combined to pull the plug, literally, on the United States. And yeah. everything's, nothing works anymore. I, and see, I don't, what's funny is I, I wouldn't have summarized it like that. Okay. Only, well, you, where you talk about who come, came together to pull the plug, I think that was all blame game. I, I don't think oh, it was well, any it of Oh, well, it could be. Yeah, I, I yeah, think it was well, the cabal. You know, there was the stuff, <clears throat> well, and the cabal was mentioned. I know. You know, in it uh, also, the, the cabal of the 300 that Tom refuses to believe in. But the, the people that are, are actually kidding? running the what? world. You refuse to believe in the cabal? I don't know. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He just doesn't I'm want to get not, into it. No, I'm just trying not to pay attention right now because I want to watch that movie and I don't want to know oh. too much. So. Oh, okay. Well, listen, All right. if, watch it. You're not nothing here is ruined for you. No, I promise you. I know. I promise you. It's not. You may really like you, it because here's the thing: if you watch the preview, you know what the movie's going to be about. It's, okay. so it's well, that's kind of true. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it yeah. gives a lot away in the the trailers. But it, no, yeah, you're absolutely right about. I mean, it gives the impression. Yeah, that it was the Chicoms in partnership with the Iranians, maybe the Russians and the North Koreans also. But yes, much like we see going on today mm-hmm. with a lot of disinformation, mm-hmm. misinformation, all kinds of stuff as yeah. to you know what's really going on or what's not going on. Um, <laughs> as speaking, Marvin Gaye would say, uh, yeah. Speaking of what's going on or not going on, the uh, southern border is still wide open, and there's no. I just can't believe the things have got. Uh, 300,000 illegal immigrants last month. Golly, man. Last month, 300,000 encounters, as the Border Patrol puts it. They have no idea how many actually came across. They just encountered 300,000. You got to think that they're not getting the majority in encounters. You know that they're not getting the majority. Right, oh, like three hundred thousand. Totally there's no way that's the majority. That's, well, in fact, it's got to be at least double that at, number coming at in. At one point, this was earlier. You know, this was maybe even actually a couple of years ago when the numbers were a lot smaller, mm-hmm. because Joe opened the gates on day one of his administration mm-hmm. when he signed that executive order that started ruining the country. Uh, there was one of the border patrol guys said. They thought that they were encountering, actually coming in contact with about 10%. Oh, my Lord. Of the numbers actually coming over. So that would have been 3 million last month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If those, if, if that's the, still, if the numbers are uh, accurate, correct. Yeah. But that's what it was. Either they were, they well, you know, we're probably they're not sneaking across anymore, though. They're just walking across in broad daylight now. They don't care. Yeah. It's, it doesn't matter. They don't, yeah. 
You know, it's like the price is right. Come on down. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, it used to be it used to be a smuggling thing. Well, not much that well, much anymore. Is, well, why would I mean, you? they're still smuggling, right. but I guess it's smuggling. And you know, here's the, here's the funny thing: it is smuggling, but it's propaganda smuggling. What's happening is is down there in in Mexico. There's a bunch of the cartels, and they're going. If you guys want to make it across, it ain't no cakewalk. You need to be smuggled in. Right. And really, the reality is, no, just walk. <laughs> you know, you'll yeah. be fine, but they still but, want their they, money. So. Right. The cartels are get, getting their money. And see, and that's what I don't understand. You know, the administration, clearly, clearly, the reason all of this is happening is because the Democrats are thinking that, well, if we get all these people into the country, they're going to vote for us. Mm-hmm. And especially if they stay in Texas, they believe they'll flip Texas mm-hmm. from a red state to a blue state. It's already gotten kind of purple in some areas. Yeah, not enough. And uh, so there that's what, I mean, that's well, the whole reason. There is no other reason for it. Well, Here's there a, is another reason. It's called invasion. It's called selling your country out. Oh, well, yeah. Because these are not, this is the thing I don't think a lot of people realize is that these immigrants coming in illegally from Mexico are not Mexican. Right. A lot of, they're from they're all over the world. They're not even South American. They're, they're exactly. All they're the from world. all over the world. It's you know, a jihad a of, is what it is. They're a, a, <clears throat> basically almost every other country in the world is being represented or at yes. least with, with the encounters. You know, and I hear, <laughs> I heard Corinne Jean-Pierre you know, yesterday, talk about uh, that, you know, the Republicans are to, at fault because they but wouldn't approve the plan that Grandpa I know. put the, uh, forward. This is why, though, I believe it's not just voting. And in fact, that it's 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 100% about an absolute, you're bringing in an army to win your civil war. And, and the reason why I fully believe that is the exact same thing is happening in the U.K., the UK yes. has a massive immigration issue as well. It's also happening in some other it's European a, exactly. countries too. I.e. the cabal. The cabal, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> because this is the thing. You're wanting to destroy the Western culture. Yeah. And the way to do it is to... I mean, come on. You've done it if you take down the United States and the UK. That's it. You've, you've pulled it off. Canada might as well be gone. They... they their yeah, government's people. so ridiculously right. I mean, come yes. on. You, I, you know how long it takes? You know, they talk about medicine there. You know how long it takes to see a general practitioner once you've been diagnosed uh, with... Probably just before you die. Yeah. Maybe not even then. Literally, this is the thing that's funny. It, literally, what they do now is when you see the GP, because of how long it takes to see the specialist, they prescribe the kill yourself drugs because mm. you will die before you're able to see the specialist. Right. Yeah, you, it's, a, it's a completely, you can live, you, it's a completely solvable problem health-wise when those things happen. It's just because of the neglect. The majority of the people coming across the border are terrorists. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Tom, uh, Tom you need to, dude, you need look, to wake up, baby. No, I'm saying the majority <laughs> of those people are from Central America, no, South America, and Mexico. No, they're not. <laughs> that I used mean, to be the case, but now, it's not the case now. They're from Saudi Arabia. They're from China. China, lots of Chinese. And, he, and, and the other thing about them, it's now more than, you know, we used to, at the beginning, there were a lot of families or a lot of mothers and no, kids. these are all war fighting age guys. Now, these are mostly all young men of military age who are coming in. 
no women, no children. The smugglers, the the drug cartels, and the human traffickers have taken them probably underground I mean, let's through the be, tunnels. Let's in be the honest: if basement. you're if you're China and you want to do a ground invasion in the United States, what are you going to do? This, Just, yeah. A hundred percent this. You know, they're not going to come like we did on, at Normandy no. on, on uh, D-Day. No. Mm-hmm. This is how, this is how, it ha- and plus, you know, the, the Chinese have, uh, the Chinese Communist Party have bought up a lot of farmland in, in America, some of it near U.S. military bases. Yeah, exactly. And so they're right there. Dude, it's. So that when Chairman Xi, guys, I'm telling you, you know, pushes the button. You heard it here first. You know, they can, they can get right after it. And Maybe didn't hear it here it, first. Uh, so it's it's very concerning, and 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 you know now we, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I the the new mayor of Chicago, what's his name, Brandon Johnson, Brand, it's Brandon something I think, he's obviously an idiot. He he was on the other day. He was mad at Greg Abbott, the governor yeah. of the great state of Texas, sure, because. He was so mad. He was talking about that it's all Greg Abbott's fault, hmm. that Greg Abbott is trying to destroy the great cities of America because he's sending all these immigrants by the busload to Chicago and New Washington York. and New York yep. and San Francisco. You know the person that the mayor of Chicago did not mention as to whose fault it was? Joe Biden. Joe Biden! <laughs> He's the one who signed. Well, it. evidently, uh, just it's golly. he doesn't he doesn't want immigrants coming from Texas to his city. But it's okay if immigrants are coming from Venezuela to Texas, right? Well, good lord, the hypocrisy is, is off the right. charts. Well, to be well, a, and they, you know, they're the ones who said we're a sanctuary right. city. A sanctuary come, city? Come to see us. Come, but, come but, here. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's really easy to be a sanctuary city when you're not a border. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Well, and it's also real easy to be a sanctuary city when you're not sanctuarying anyone. Well, yeah. right. It's, you know, it's while, exactly. While nobody's there, you can sit there all day and go, oh, yes, absolutely. And then when they start coming, they're like, ah, uh, we didn't wait think a you'd take it seriously. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait, what? Mm. What? You mean you're going to, no, that's not, no, uh-uh. We thought being this far north of the border, we'd be we'd be good. Where? Oh my gosh! They'd never walk up so, this walk this far to get to. I mean, the problem Chicago. in Texas is much worse than it is, quite frankly, really anywhere else. Oh sure, mm-hmm. because uh, most of the people who are coming <clears throat> in are coming across. It's a big border that Texas has right. with Mexico, and uh, so most of them are are coming across there. Some of them are getting shipped out. Others aren't. This is why one of the many reasons, but this is probably the biggest reason that Texas is wanting to secede and become its own country again. Back uh, being the Republic of Texas. Absolutely. And they're, they're full on moving that direction. Guys, listen, civil war is coming. Everybody listen, civil war is coming. This (laughs) is some hyperbole. We we've had States try to remove a presidential candidate from the ballot successfully have removed. And, and probably we won't know until that actually gets to the point, but but the last time that happened, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, you know, well, the guy when we had a civil war. Um, we have uh, Texas wanting to secede from the Union. You have the two candidates are an 80-year-old senile man uh, who doesn't even know he's president and a man who's rightfully or wrongfully been indicted and faces a, a lifetime in prison. 
It's called Civil War. And, and it's a recipe there. Of, what, 77 years 77 old. years old. And, and then and, and, and you have all of this going on while we have this massive influx of fighting-aged males in our country. Guys... Wake you, up, get you, water, get you, supplies. You can kind of see what's going on in Europe right now with some of the, yes. the protests and activities that are happening around uh, England, France, uh, Poland, uh, Italy. Italy had some big troubles here the other day. And um, so there's, there's an awful lot going on. And, you know, nobody seems to really want to uh, solve uh, that problem. Uh, I thought we were going to get the uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, flight mm. logs, but uh, those haven't come out yet. Yeah. Um, who knows? If, uh, officially. Uh, and we'll see. And I think a lot of people who've been paying attention already know some of the names that are on there. Slick Willie was on there, uh, I think, over 50 times, Bill Clinton. Right. Um, and I've always found it interesting that in all of this, the talk about Epstein Island and all of the things that happened down there, the torture and sexual abuse of uh, children, the only people who were ever prosecuted, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, mm -hmm. none of the clients have been. You know, most of them are still... It's a secret as to who they are. Yeah. And Maxwell is still in prison. And of course, I know, you know, some of you are going to disagree with me, Tom, probably in particular. Uh, and Jeffrey Epstein was murdered or actually suicided. Tom's going to disagree with you on that? No, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're not going to disagree? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, I, well, they, I know the I know some of the details of his sui of his yes suicide. Yes. that quotes. doesn't work on radio real well, does it? No, uh, the air quotes podcast. No. That's why I say but, it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Quote, uh, air quotes. Thank you. The, the popular <laughs> word now is suicided mm. because they say, oh yeah, well he hung himself. No, it's just something weird that he had two bullet holes in the back of his head. Don't what? Don't, don't, don't mind that. Don't look there. Uh, that was just because he was suffering when they found him. And yeah, they, yeah. Him out of his they were. Yeah, they just they were trying <clears throat> to relieve his the, the the pressure in his skull. Well, they sure did choking uh, to death. But the uh, I guess Tucker Carlson was it <laughs> yesterday or today is interviewing uh, Jeffrey Epstein's brother, who's been trying to Kyle? get some records. I feel like Kyle Epstein would be. A uh, I don't know what his name is, but is he, he, he's been trying to get, you know, some documentation and records and nobody's releasing him. They say, also they say, well, we don't have those. They've been lost. There's nothing of this or that There's or whatever. There's nothing more amazing to me how the most important things in history get lost or destroyed. Lost or destroyed. Yes. I mean, yes. Well, arguably the most massive technological achievement in mankind's history landing a man on the moon and we've lost virtually all evidence of it <laughs> well except for the stanley kubrick movie but uh <laughs> oh man that is just the craziest thing telemetry data now we lost that what happened well we were working on another project and we had to tape over it yeah yeah we taped over it <laughs> That's weird. And there's no, you know, the night of Jeffrey Epstein being the suicided. The camera stopped working. All of the cameras oh, on the floor, all of a sudden that night, whoops, golly, we don't have any of that. unfortunate. 
and and various other things. Uh, no, we didn't take any crime scene photos because we didn't think it was a crime. Well, you're supposed to die. You know, this was. Uh, yeah, we skipped over that part in training. I, you know, and <laughs> I was sick that day. I, it, it's, oh, I, you know, gosh. so there's that, and we'll see if we ever hear it. Now, I do have some good news, though. Well, that's not what this show's about. Really? What are you doing? Okay, here's, this is pretty cool. I heard about this just today. All right. You know, we've, we've heard all this about how when regular folks go to Congress, and by the time they leave conference, uh, Congress, Congress, they're not regular, regular. folks anymore. Mm -hmm. They're multimillionaires. Correct. Well, guess what? Now you can be too. Oh, you're talking about the app? Yes. Isn't that a cool app? Yes. Do you, you don't even know app, what this is, this, Tom. The app That's is so called Autopilot. Yep. You download the app and you can follow what people in the House of Representatives and the Senate what sort of stock trades they're making, mm. and what they're buying, it, what they're make, selling, etc. You can automatically et make the same trades that they make. Yes. Ah, so you can get wealthy too. Yes. <laughs> nice. You too can oh, be Nancy Pelosi. This is how the economy <laughs> crashes, boys. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so I just thought that was that was really cool. When I, you can make the same trades that they're making. So, okay. That's so funny. <laughs> um, because there's... Uh, you know, the the rules are that, you know, they're not supposed to. And, and according to people who should know that just your garden variety congressman slash senator, they don't have access to any sort of inside information. They don't know more than, you know, us. But the leadership, they do mm. have access to some things. And then... I mean, unless you're just a total idiot and sound asleep during certain meetings, you have a pretty good idea in some of these, you know, financial committee hearings of you can kind of take the pulse of what's about to happen and kind of where things are headed. Mm. So maybe you ought to buy stock in a pharmaceutical company or sell it <laughs> or in some defense contractor or sell it or you know uh whatever might be going on so yes it's called autopilot it's an app and then you can you can get that and then you'll you'll be able to see what who's buying and selling what stocks and maybe you can do that also and get rich although i think really probably most of what those uh folks are getting rich off of is more the lobbying and the bribes and the oh yeah all that good stuff as opposed to stock trading there's certainly some of that probably but i think it's all that good old under the table money you vote for this and i'll give you that whatever you want you know that kind of thing <sighs> been going on forever and will go on for evermore yeah or you know however long uh, before the uh, Chi-Coms turn well, the lights out on us. <laughs> yeah, the Chi-Coms are going to instigate the Civil War. Uh, civil War. I mean, uh, I say that. They, they just have a deal with Joe Biden. Joe Biden wants to win the Civil War. He can't because uh, all of his side are, are spineless you know, whatevers. And so I, he's bringing in his own army through the border. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, I used to be. I yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I used to, 
back in my non-conspiracy days. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> young and stupid days back, you know, a couple years ago. <laughs> Uh, I I used to think take young that out of that out of that there work, was out of that statement there was truly a difference between Republicans and Democrats no difference whatsoever I'm in total agreement yeah I think there are some you know those that haven't been bribed or threatened or whatever to change yet. their minds yet but I think now for the most you know people are starting to call it the Uniparty right. It and is. and we've heard about rhinos for a long time, Republican in name only. Right. And I and I and I think you know that is one of the reasons why very few things really ever get accomplished uh, is because really everybody's on the same side, mm -hmm. and they're just trying to pretty it up, so to speak, or dirty it up, you know, depending. Mm -hmm. Uh. And so I, that's I why just, things never get done when the, yeah. when the Dems or, or, or either one Dems or Republicans are in total control, right? What happens to their platform? Why didn't the things right. get done? Exactly. Well, because right. they need an enemy. They yes. need to have each other. Yes. And that's the design. And, and, and so it's, it's, it's just like with, you know, everybody got all cranked up over the abortion issue when the Supreme court made the ruling that it did. And, right. uh, and of course, a lot of people are saying the Supreme Court banned, banned abortion. No, the Supreme Court didn't do that. It's a lot of people in the mainstream media said they did, and a lot of people believe they did. All the Supreme Court says was... It's a state you, It's a state, state it's issue. It's a state issue. Yeah. And states can decide it shouldn't be any of the business of the federal government. Right. But people interpreted that as the right-wing Supreme Court banned abortion. No, they didn't do any such thing. Um, but when the Democrats were in complete control, why had the White House, had the House, had the Senate, could have done whatever they wanted to do. Well, they could have codified abortion. They could have made it a situation where, hey, this is... This is going to be the law of the land. Right. You know, they could have done that. Could have done it easily. Just do it. But yeah. they didn't. But they, they didn't. They don't want to do it. Because, yes. They need they have to. Yes. They have to have an enemy. Yeah. And, and abortion, that issue is, especially for Democrats, the, it may not be now, a couple of years ago, the abortion issue was the number one issue when it came to fundraising sure well that things got all messed up with covid they didn't really think their game plan through very well because when covid came in their my body my choice backfired on them and mm. so mm -hmm. so the it lost a lot of steam because they're like oh yeah no i agree my body my choice you know i mean it just it didn't work it just didn't work but this is the problem with right. with short-sightedness and and lunacy is there's no consistency. Right. It just is what it is. You know, it it's is. my body, my choice when we're talking about abortion. Right. But if we're talking about COVID, well, no, I mean, absolutely no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll do what uh, the rest of the lemmings are doing, and and you need to do it too. Mm-hmm. So. That's why yeah, I recently I, decided that I can't stand Seth MacFarlane because I saw him on with Bill Maher. Oh, I saw that too. And you're just like, you're an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> if Bill Maher, of all I people, Bill Maher is. Are, is making a, a logical case and, and, and he thinks Seth MacFarlane's nuts, now you really are screwed up. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad it is. 
Yes. For those who didn't see, Seth MacFarlane is still uh, just spouting the nonsense propaganda about vaccine efficacy. <laughs> you know, it's a wonder he's not already dead. Man, for real. You know, maybe maybe he was just getting saline uh, injections. He was. They want to keep him around. So I, the know. cabal, Tom. Yeah, that the I'm cabal. Talking about. The cabal. The cabal. The uh, the committee of three hundred. And you know, it's we laugh about that, but you know, there's been talk about the committee of three hundred for centuries. Yeah. And I was slated to be on it, and I and then something happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I really like that movie, The 300, by the way. Yeah, that was a little different, though. Yeah. What? But Not the same. Dang it. Not quite the same. Thought I had it. And, and so, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. Sometimes you got to think if people have been talking about this for centuries, wouldn't you think maybe there's a little bit of truth uh, to that? It's real. Yeah, How it's, could it's it real, be? Tom. You got to get on board the train. Come on, baby. There's room on the crazy train for you. Hey, oh, I know. there knows. is a lot of room. <laughs> I know there is. And and here's here's what's cool about it. It's magical. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's tons of room, and it never runs out of room. That's what makes it so magical. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter how far down the tracks you go, there's always a place to go further. There you go. We haven't even talked about yeah. back rooms before. Back rooms is a is a really fun rabbit hole to go down. Oh, really? Yeah, I well, believe. Well, now back don't rooms, just don't just no, tease us with that. I am going to tease it because I want you to have some time to look up some videos on back rooms. And okay, now, so is this a website, an app, or what? Back I've rooms, never heard of this. I know. So back rooms is well. I mean, back in the day, you'd say. You walk into a bar, yeah, go to the back room. So, That's where the poker so game is. It's yeah, a whole no, different it's thing. different. It's okay. different. Than that. So, did you see the movie uh, Beetlejuice years ago? No. Yes. Uh, okay. You did. Okay, good. Let's see what's another one. Um, did you ever see the Adjustment Bureau? Oh, you know what? Yes, it's been a long time. So back rooms are similar to that concept okay. of some interdimensional okay. ways okay. of getting okay. around. And, but uh, there's there's uh, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down in the social media video world because you can see people who've gone into these back rooms and find these weird creatures. And okay. they're all shot in the style of the Blair Witch Project, so you know it's real. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it's a lot of fun. Uh, that one, but that to my point, you know, the, we're getting to the caboose of the crazy train at this point. And, uh, and when you get to the caboose, and you're like, what? There's a whole other section? And you get all excited. So anyway, okay. I'm just saying, if, if for next week's show, all I think right. everybody should listen up. Okay. And, and per use, anytime we talk about next week's show, we never talk about what we were going to talk about. So don't. <laughs> I'll try to make some notes. <laughs> don't look forward and to I'll it. I'll try to look up some stuff on back, back rooms. rooms. Okay. All right. I guess we will leave it there for now. Thanks for listening. Hopefully the Chai Coms don't pull the plug so we can be back with you next week. I got right. batteries. I'm, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we are at the bunker. So I. Uh, I'm Randy Renner. I am Jeremy Griffin. And I'm Tom Miller. That's it for now. Join us again next time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. Shooting.